This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. An Erio's production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Vanessa, Vanessa Bayer. Bayer. <gasps> I hope so. Well... <laughs> There's nothing more um, vulnerable than doing that in front of someone just as they're staring at you, like Vanessa. Just yeah, said. I felt I we all felt vulnerable in that moment. Well, everyone, you know Vanessa because she's the biggest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> what is that's she an insult? <laughs> what do you mean? This sliced bread's huge. Oh, okay. It's- what do you mean? It's I like guess it's I just never a big heard. Deal. I, I guess I've I never like I heard that what you when you said that like I heard it in a weird way. Oh, you thought that I was talking about like her body. <laughs> 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 what did you think I was saying? I don't know, but just for a second, I was like, "That's mean to compare someone to sliced bread." No, 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 no. It's very popular. It's like. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a big compliment. I took it as a huge compliment. Thank you. In fact, um, when I was younger, I my friends and I used to call catalogs and order them in different voices. And I used to call as a Southern woman a lot and say like, I heard y'all's catalogs, the best things since sauce bread. <laughs> and I think, and at the time I really thought that I was pulling something off on them. And then I'm sure they were just adults thinking it was funny that this little kid was calling and doing voices. <laughs> I used to do that all the time too. Not only did I call into, I would call just the numbers on like M&Ms and stuff or like just anything <laughs> that had a number on it, like a Campbell soup yes. can. I, I would do that too. I think we've actually talked about that before. I feel like that's yeah. a phase every girl goes through at like nine where you try <laughs> to get to service. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every girl in a certain industry, like every girl who <laughs> who ends up wanting to make people smile. Uh, oh, yes, for sure. In. But I told you about the time I called in. Cause remember those mini M&Ms? Those mini? Yes, those- of course. They're st- aren't they still used in McFlurries? Oh, I'm sure they are. And to and I just had M&Ms, which is kind of crazy because I haven't had M&Ms in like two years. I just had some. 
I have I a couple friends and I have now become obsessed. My friend Gwen, who you've met, and my friend Alex Fox, we've become obsessed with M and M's. And so now we, in the last month, we've tried um, almost every. There's there's more kinds of M and M's than you could ever imagine. How about really? the, those pretzel M and M's? Have you tried those? Uh, there's uh, yes, there's pretzel. There's oh, I can't even start. I mean. There's peppermint. There's sugar cookie. There's there's like dark chocolate mint, regular mint. There's um there's almond. There's like a coffee one. There's like a coffee something. There's a caramel one. There's um <laughs> sorry, you guys are like we shouldn't have had her on as a guest. She sucks. But there's so many. There's like just go to any any kind of a store that sells them. Yeah, and you'll see different ones. Okay, because the 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 untrained eye would just see the the yellow packet and the brown packet and go, those are right. peanut and regular. But we, you know, if you just opened your, you took off your blinders, you'd see the rest of them right there. A hundred percent, yeah. Take off your blinders. But I Please. with the mini ones, I was opening, I was like eating them, and I saw that some of them only had an N on them and not an M, and I was like, <gasps> oh, this is crazy because this means something because. I've never seen that before. And so I called and I was like, look, I've got a bunch of M&Ms on here with just an N on it. Mm. And now I'm trying to think, no, I think I thought I won some sort of prize or something. But they were very... <laughs> yeah, quick. did they send you any? They didn't send me anything. And then I called Campbell's Soup and told them I had a good slogan for them. Um, and then they said they might pass it along to <laughs> to, <laughs> to the higher ups, but I never got a call. Mm. One time when I was younger, my friend Tracy Schaefer and I came up with this video game. We came up with a Nintendo game called Cool Love Life. <laughs> and we were sending it to Nintendo. And I had this box and I put all of my change in it. So it was like this really heavy, like decorative box, like full of probably upwards of $4 worth of just like loose change. Mm-hmm. And we were going to send we were going to send it with the concept we had come up with, which was mostly illustrations for Cool Love Life. Because we thought it might get... Like a little wet their whistle we... a little bit? To say like yeah, a... We thought like this, these $4 in, in mostly pennies is just a sign of things to come if you, if, <laughs> if you pick up Cool Love Life. If you pick up, I, I love it, a little industry <laughs> yeah. baby. A little industry <laughs> So what was Cool Love but, Life? What- but my mom said that we couldn't, um, my mom said we couldn't send the change with it. She said, like, don't send, because also I think it would have actually been really expensive to send because the right. change was very heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the concept, I don't remember, you got to different levels. I like to think a bit kind of like a Zelda, but with dating. Um, and Tracy was like much more into dating. I mean, to the extent that you can be into dating in like first, first grade or something. <laughs> But Tracy was like much cooler than me. So I feel like she, and I feel like we, it was going to be like cool life. And then we were like, love life is cool. And then, and then we were like, oh, cool. Love life. I truly, I truly wonder if she remembers it, but I do think it was like a good concept because it was like a lot of that stuff. And I don't mean to, you know, um, I don't mean to put different games in like a gendered box, but a lot of stuff skewed. So, you know, male that this was really a game that everybody could enjoy and kind of you know not everyone not everyone wants to you know 
Right. It was like mall madness. It was like not everyone wants to play Monopoly. Some people want to go to the mall and some people want to play. Exactly. You know, some people just want to play a game where it's just kind of like going through life. Yes, exactly. And I think that's what, you know, the eight or nine year old um, Tracy and I were thinking, maybe seven year old. Wow. That's young. Well, that's (laughs) great. So, Vanessa, we like to, before we get into our big, big one, which is a big moral dilemma we're going to solve together that no, no one's been able to solve before, do you have any little moral dilemmas that you need help with? Anything that, like, is you're just freaking out about? Well, you know, it's it's about to be the holidays. I don't know when this will air. Um, mm, but yeah, like, ma- maybe like you've got a backlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well. It's about to be the holidays and I'm someone who always really flips out about like tipping, like who to tip, when to tip them, do you tip everybody? I mean, I would call this a high class and classy problem, I guess. (laughs) Um, But um, like, should I be like, I feel like my parents and I could just call them and ask them used to tip like our mailman and stuff. And the fact that I'm, I'm wondering about it now should tell you that I haven't done it it, since being an adult really. Um, but like, do you, but do you tip a mailman? Do you tip, you know, I'm the kind of person who like, when I get to a hotel, if someone opens like the car door for me, I like start freaking out and looking for it. Like I, I like, I'm so, (laughs) I'm so it's partial. It's just like, I'm such a people pleaser. Also like a little bit of Jewish guilt. Also just like all of it. I just like, don't know. I never, I always am like, should I be tipping this person? Do I do it? Right. That was me doing an impression of me asking. And then I, it sounded very dumb and I'm sorry. That's interesting because there's tipping and then there's like a holiday bonus, which it sounds like I've never thought about like a mailman. I've never even th- considered like tipping or giving a holiday bonus to the mailman because they aren't paid by you. Right, right. <laughs> but they're doing a free service. But that's, well, they're, they have jobs that pay them. Whereas like... Wait, you guys don't pay your mail. No, I don't have a private mailman. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Yours is on a salary, on retainer, just in case something comes up. He can bring it over. Um, You know, I've heard about this before. Now, I'm someone, Craig, my boyfriend, is someone who's always been like, like, I didn't know, and this is bad, actually, and I know I'm going to get hate mail for this. I didn't know that you were supposed to leave money in your hotel room when you left to tip the the maids. I didn't know that was, I thought that was just part of your bill. I thought that was just like, you know. That's that's a thing that also stresses me out because sometimes I don't have cash. That's what's so hard. And I freak out. And here's something I've learned about that is that you can, a trick that I've learned about that is that you, when you're checking out, you can just say to them, like, I want to leave a tip for the housekeeping people. Oh, so wow. and then you do it every you, time they clean your room too. Cause that's what Craig yeah, would say. Like, if you say you need to come in and clean my room to leave a little money there, cause it might be a different cleaner. Oh, I always do it at the end. Maybe that's not good. I always just do it at the that's end. That's what I do. When I leave. I do it at the end. I always get so nervous when you order room service or something and you have to tip the person. But I but that's know. Okay I'm like, how much? Sometimes you can write it in the book. But what I always get confused about, you're ordering room service at a hotel. It's already so expensive. You're not supposed to tip 20%, right? On yes, a room, you are. I think you on are. On room service? You should look and see if tip is included. Mm. And then if tip is included, then I usually add like something to it, especially if it's like I'm on a job and... 
Yeah. If I'm on a job and I'm not paying for it, then I add a ton of money. Oh. That's rude. But also if it's me paying for it, I still, I still add some, but look if, cause sometimes the tip is included, but I still think like, I don't know, you can still add a little bit, but, but also that's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. Cause I'm like, did I add enough? Did I not, should right. I like, no, I've been, I've been, you know, there's sometimes it's hard. And we've talked about this on the show before. You know, I don't understand the rules of tipping. I don't understand why you don't tip like someone that works at Urban Outfitters. But you do, but you, right. you tip, you know, a waiter. Now, that's an extreme because I know people are going to say, well, they work on tips or whatever. But then, like, why do you tip like... I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something where like you tip, but they're behind the counter. Well, like, like why do you, you would tip-, tip a driver or the guy who takes your luggage, the guy or girl or whatever who takes your luggage in to like up to your hotel room, but you wouldn't necessarily yeah. tip the concierge. Is that yeah. right? What is that? Yeah, I know. It, and, and if someone and sometimes when people are like, let me take your bags like just from the from the door to like where you're checking in. I like won't let them because I'm like I can't get to yeah I can't get wrapped tip, up in tip money fat fast <laughs> enough and I can't and I don't want you to be like doing this for nothing like so right. not that I don't know and so I just also people have said to me before they're like like as long as you're nice it that's you know so many people are like such monsters like as long as you're nice and I'm like I'm I'm sure that's true to an extent but also. Uh, money talk yeah. walks money or whatever money talk. Walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Vanessa can you please go into a little bit more detail about how you tip your mailman so I I don't think I've really done it <laughs> <laughs> you're just wondering um, but now I'm realizing also when I lived in New York I always lived in these like high-rise buildings and so I never really I didn't really have my own like I didn't there was no one who coming up to my door I mean there was definitely a mailman who was delivering the mail but um, and that was its whole other thing. Cause it's like, when you live in, like when I lived in these buildings, we would get like these lists every year of like all of the, all of the doormen, all of the like wow. super, like everybody who worked there. And then you were kind of just expected to tip everybody. And, and that was like, also like a thing of like, how much is the right amount? Like I would ask like 20 people, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and so now I don't, have that because I live in a house. So, but now I have a mailman who like truly comes to my door every day. And I actually think there might be two different male people, which also is stressful (laughs) because I'm like, if I left, uh, yeah, by the way, what I guess it sounds like what I did last year to take take care of this, which is my first um, holiday season in this house was to do nothing. So, but now I'm like, oh, I, I mean, also, especially during this time, I owe them big time. You know, that's a great point. Yeah. And I definitely know like I, if, if people have like um, lawn maintenance people or house cleaners, like you're. Oh, my God. To, I just thought of that. Yeah, You're supposed to give them a little extra love or not supposed to. I Because I don't think that that's something people expect. But I think a lot of people do give them like a Christmas bonus. I, d- I did that for uh, my cleaning person last year. And um, that I've I've always done that. And I think you're supposed to give them. I don't know what I think you're one, one time I got a list of all this stuff like a few years ago. I think you're supposed to give them like twice their rate or something. Really? I don't think I did. I that. think so. Oh, that's but nice. also that I think, sense. also I think like it, it depends how often they come. Like, I think it can be depending on, you know, but then you're right. Like, I don't, 
I don't know. Like, do you, do you, what do you tip the like gardening? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm really making it seem like I live in a palace. (laughs) (laughs) What do you tip your ladies made? (laughs) I've heard that people give presents. Like sometimes like people will just like get a bunch of like really like a little gift like that you can just, I don't know if it has to be money necessarily. It could be a box of chocolates or like a gift card or something like that where it's like a little present basically. And it's not so much like here, take this cash. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing I thought of too, is I was like, for my, for my male people, should I be like baking something? And I was like, during this, during this time of the pandemic, they probably don't want stuff that I was like putting my hands all over. Not that that's how I cook, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think you just have to do, yes. I think that, that if you pay like double the amount you usually pay to like your cleaning person. That's a really nice holiday bonus. And then for, um, you know, male people, I think that if you gave them a nice box of cookies or something like that, or a subscription to, you know, us weekly or something. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Specific, but also thoughtful. A, a yeah, subscription exactly. to HelloFresh. Exactly. So they don't <laughs> keep them, keep their stomachs full all year round. Like a voucher, because I don't know all their information, but like a voucher, yeah. this voucher is worth a one-year subscription to HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's nice. So I think be creative with it, but I think that it's not necessary, but I think enough people are doing it now that it might be, um, you might be behind the pack if you don't do it. Right. Okay. Okay. I feel glad that we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess when in doubt, just tip. Yes, I think that's a great rule. Craig made up um, a, a pocket book full of $2 bills. Like he went to the um, bank and he got a whole thing of $2 bills and then put glue on the edge of it. So it, they rip off like checks, basically. That's and so Wow. He, so he keeps that like in the car or something. And so that when he needs to tip, not only are they getting a tip, but it's a fun little $2 bill, too. Yes, it's so fun. Yeah, wow. and people go, this is cool. That is so cool of him. He could sell those for double even. <laughs> for $4, for, uh, yeah, there's like $20 worth of $2 bills, 40 bucks, and it's yours. But you're making you're 100% profit <laughs> if you're allowed, allowed to sell. To sell money. I, I think it's like a federal crime to sell <laughs> <Yes>. money. <laughs> I don't think he's allowed to do even that. Even if he glued it into a booklet, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, right. The question is, would people be paying for the booklet? It's like you'd have to do you'd have to you'd have to make the booklet like if you put it in like a cool binder and you decorated it. Yeah. You could say like you're paying 30 you're paying 20 dollars, depending on how many two dollar bills for this. For the labor. I would think. Yeah. yeah, I would think service. They'd have to come with the stack of two dollar bills. He would put the glue on it and then you could go on your way. Yeah, exactly. For the labor. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, I'll let him know about that. I think that's actually a pretty good idea. Well, this is the time in the show, Vanessa, where we ask our guest to ask our listeners to rate, review, and join our Patreon page kind of on (gasps) our behalf. So if you wouldn't mind just taking a beat right now and in whatever manner you like, just sort of um, telling our listeners to please do those things. Well, as you know, it's the holiday season and also it's always the season to be kind to your fellow person. So I would say 
obviously this really wonderful content that you've been listening to, you know, like you get it for free. You're like, oh, I love to listen to this and it's fun. But like, oh, me, 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 me. But then you think, oh, (laughs) is there something I could do to say thank you to Maria and Amanda for just really giving of themselves and, and, and providing all this wonderful content. And you're in luck if you, if that's what you're wondering, because you can do a couple of things. One thing you can do is you can go to Patreon to support them. And, you know, there's different, there's different increments, there's different things like that, but either way, you're going to, I think you're going to feel good for thanking them for all they do. I mean, literally we were just talking about tipping people, showing gratitude, and that's a great way to show gratitude. Another thing that you can do is rate and review this podcast because honestly, um, to use a really great insider metaphor, rates, rating and reviewing is the bread and butter of podcasts. And how does that work? Well, (laughs) you know, without ratings and reviews, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of bread that hasn't been toasted yet with ratings and reviews. It's a piece of bread that's been toasted to a really pleasing, um, you know, crispiness and also has butter on it. And now this can be, you know, a full dairy butter. It can be, um, dairy free. That's up to you. But at the end of the day, what, you can do are those things. And I'm going to remind you of what they are and they're subscribing (laughs) to the Patreon and they're rating and reviewing. And I think, you know, look again, be grateful, be who you are. And also do you think that Amanda and Maria are like, well, we, we could have, (laughs) I know I've made this joke already in the last (laughs) 10 minutes, but we could have asked anyone to do this podcast and this woman talks for a long time, but yes, I am, you know, I do love to speak and that's my bread and butter. <laughs> well, I, we couldn't have said it better ourselves, Vanessa. That was it. It honestly felt so, like you were reading that, Vanessa, the way your eyes were sort of darting back and forth. It looked like you had written that out. <laughs> I was I was looking at you guys. Oh, to, to gauge our reactions. <laughs> you were like, they'll nod when I should stop, right? <laughs> I was just kind of seeing if you guys were like still with me. We are. <laughs> and you stayed with me and I appreciate that. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, Amanda's going to tell us what our big moral dilemma is today. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we're back. <laughs> did, you, did you think you were going to get a little break? No, I, I, well, I guess I thought maybe a little break, but I don't need a break. That's okay. the great thing about me. Because we can stop. If you and can. you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm great. Okay. Are you ready for the big, big one? I sure am. 
You are a hot, doe-eyed ladies' companion who wins the lotto when you bag a sexy, older widower with a temper named Max de Winter. The honeymoon is cut short when you move to his estate, Manderley, and find yourself in the shadow of his dead wife, Rebecca, and under the judgmental gaze of the steely housekeeper, Mrs. Danvers. When Rebecca, his dead wife's body, surfaces, she drowned, your husband admits to you the truth about his marriage. He confesses that his marriage was a sham from the start. Rebecca was sleeping with other men, including her own cousin. One night, Rebecca pushes your husband over the edge, revealing to him that she's pregnant with her cousin's baby and threatening to steal away his estate. She dares him to kill her. He takes the bait and manslaughters her and takes her body out on the boat, which he sinks. Once the body resurfaces, there's an inquiry into her death, and you, his new wife, must decide. Will you help your husband cover up the murder of his first wife? Can you back up? I I know, I know. Listen, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. But let me, can I just, let me kind of uh, just give you some backstory. So this is based on the book and movie, Rebecca. Okay. 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 So that's just a great place to start. So um, this is something I I watched uh, the original Rebecca, which is a Hitchcock film. I watched that two nights ago. And then last night, there's a new remake with Army Hammer. Um, on Netflix now. So I, I've been kind of in a Rebecca hole. Um, and so it, I think it actually will be a fun uh, dilemma to do, but I'll totally clarify anything we need to know. But I, I put a lot of details in there. You don't have to get caught up in them. It's really essentially like you love this guy. He manslaughtered his first wife. Will you help him cover it? Well, I just want to back up. Even without the details, you the way it was worded was like you hit the jackpot with this guy. So like, what does that mean? Like, does it mean like I'm, I hit the jackpot in that he's very rich or I hit the jackpot in that he's very rich and I really love him. You know what I mean? Like I took it to mean, yeah. Well, I will say in the movie, it's like, you're supposed to um, think that like, wow, he's amazing. They're really in love and he's super rich and you're just kind of like a working girl. Um, But I will say that, uh, Sorry, my cat is using the litter box right now and here it's so loud. Can you hear that? <laughs> you yeah, can't hear that. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? It's, it's just, just like- farting. <laughs> It's your cat she farting. goes in there and she just scratches around so loud. It's so crazy. Oh god, okay, now she's calmed down. Um, but anyway, so so in the movie, you're kind of grossed out by the relationship because us with our modern 2020, you know, minds, we're like, this is bad. But I think for the purpose of the dilemma, we should say like, he's rich and you really love him. Okay, okay, that that makes it harder for me because yes. if, if I didn't really love him, I already had my answer. And, um, and the thing with the situation with the murder, just to make that even a little bit more tough, I think it's like she literally in the new, well, do you guys mind if I kind of spoil it? Not at all. It's been around for a while. This is a this is a story tale as old as time. So let's hear it. Okay, so in the in the new in the old version, this is how the death happens. She's essentially like tempting him like kill me, I dare you kill me and he gets so mad he pushes her and she hits her head and then dies. And now in the new movie, she takes 
he's got a gun in his hand. She takes the gun and puts it up against her and is like, shoot me, shoot me. I dare you. Shoot me. Wow. They um, upped it a notch, huh? They said, no, no, no. Let's go. Let's go harder in this one. Let's get a gun in there. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, she wants him to kill her. Now, I, I, this is going to be an, a wild question, but when we're talking about her, we're talking about his ex-wife. Yeah. Who who still lives in the house when I moved there? No, her ghost, just her essence. Oh, it's her ghost. So, and then that's the only person that he kills, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already see so, your, your wheels turning. How do I make this? <laughs> She's going, how do I get out of this house? So, so basically, so basically she moves in the house. The ghost is there kind of haunting her. Yeah, but and, not literally a ghost. It's just like everyone's like, oh, Rebecca was so great. Rebecca always played this big party and Rebecca was amazing. And he's basically like, Rebecca was a nightmare. Like mm-hmm. she was cheating on me. She was like bad. And he's like, and so and d- does he tell me how he did it? Does he tell me what he did? Yeah. Is it okay, sexy and so when now he does it is like a sexy scene. Yeah, you're like in a seaside cottage and he's like freaking out. Right. Okay, and so and so now that I know that, so the question is, do I do I tell the police or do I? Um, if the police come up and, and questioned you and said, "Hey, we've got some questions about what's his name, Amanda." His name is Max De Winter. We've got some questions about Max. Did he m- manslaughter his ex-wife? And you know. Yeah. What do um, you do? Okay. Here's we, what I think. Oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I no, was going to no. say, should we do a quick improv to kind of get into the heads of these characters? Just sure. To see, just to see where our heads are at. I mean. I would love that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I will. I think um, there's all. It might be fun. One of us can be Max. One of us can be the new wife. And then Mrs. Danvers is. Um, She's like this iconic, mean uh, house cleaner. So you have probably, if you watch the movie, you'll probably go like, wow, I, I see now that other characters were kind of based on Mrs. Danvers because that's what went through my head. But she's just this very steely sort of evil house cleaner who loved Rebecca and hates the new wife. Okay, so it's not just living in the shadow of the, of Rebecca, but also it's this cleaning cleaning person who's being a real bee. <laughs> yeah, I mean she she runs the whole house so she's I guess more like the housekeeper, but yeah. Housekeeper. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Um Okay, I'd like to be her. Okay. <laughs> okay, you be her. Okay, Amanda, who her. would you like to be? Maybe um, you be Max because you know yes. most and I'd then I'll be back. and then I'll be what's my name? Um you're I don't know what your name is. You're just like the girl. <laughs> okay, I'll want be me the to girl. look her, look up her name real quick. No, so you can it. call me Chelsea. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So why don't we do it where we're in the seaside cottage and I'm sort of like confiding in you, and Mrs. Danvers is maybe lurking in the shadows. Okay, okay. And does Mrs. Danvers know you murdered Rebecca? I think she's she's on to it. Suspect. And if well, not, she does now. You can go and then Mrs. Danvers can come in. So I can get some intel from the both of you about <laughs> okay. who Rebecca was. Okay, great. Okay, okay. okay. Um, and you're Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. Okay. Chelsea, listen, it's not what you're thinking. But you killed a woman, Max. You killed your ex 
wife. I didn't love Rebecca. I hated Rebecca. That's not her. Miss Mrs. Danvers, would you please make us some tea? Yeah. Alright, look. I don't care if you didn't love her or not. You killed someone. Now, just because I don't love someone doesn't mean I go kill them. Listen to me, you little fool. Here's your tea. Thank you, Mrs. Danvers. You can just set it there on the... Mrs. Danvers, just set it down. Mrs. Danvers, you were telling me earlier that Rebecca was a lovely woman, were you not? Yes, she was. Yes, lovely to you, Mrs. Danvers, but she was making a cuckold of me. Eh, you better know that what you've done with my Rebecca is unacceptable, and I loved her. And now, you got, you better watch yourself, and everybody knows what you did. The morning, that morning, Rebecca went into this. <laughs> Rebecca. What's going on? There's some more. There's some more backstory I need to tell you, women. Right. Okay. <laughs> the morning, uh, the morning um, of the event, Rebecca went into the city to a private doctor and found, and then came home and told me she was pregnant with her cousin's child. She was going to steal my whole estate from me. Now that's Mrs. Danvers. You can agree that's a little cold. I think that you could have told that to the um, cops and they would have not given your estate to them. There's ways to talk this stuff out. You don't have to, it doesn't have to end a murder. It's my pride. She knew I would never go to the cops because of my pride. Amanda, are you reading from a script? You look like you're reading. You guys, I'm committed to this voice from Mrs. Danvers, and I don't know if it's working, but I'm going to keep going. Keep going. This is Vanessa, okay. you're really close to the original performance, which is like... <laughs> really? Kind of, yeah. It's kind of how my friend Gwen's grandmother talks, except, um, yeah, she is more of she is more of a tremor, but um, <laughs> she so had. Nice. Anyway. I don't know what to say here because I love you, Max, but what you're telling me is very, very unsettling, and Mrs. Danvers knew a side of Rebecca that you're not even bringing into the equation. You're saying she was a horrible person, but obviously everyone around this estate loved her. If you're asking me, the person who did the murder is the bad one, and I don't think that takes much math at all. <laughs> she, she made me kill her. She wanted to die. And there's another twist. Uh, and now I'm a different character. I'm um, an, an attorney, and I've come in. No, I'm the doctor she saw. Okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have some information here about Rebecca's visit on the morning He's of her death. He's a little guy, huh? Yes, I'm four foot three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm what is it? I give it to us, please. I'm not a woman's doctor like that. I'm an oncologist. You see, Rebecca was dying. She was very, very sick and she was dying. She wasn't pregnant. Well, why did she say that she was pregnant? Because she, she wanted to... Well, she wanted to push me to kill her. <laughs> what? What? That, that sounds insane. <laughs> that, this is sounding insane. Will, Will you explain that logic, please? She knew she was dying, so she told me she was pregnant with her cousin's babies because she knew I have a temper. 
But wait, are you the lawyer? Who are you? That's You're- Max. I'm Max. I'm I'm the lawyer. I mean, I'm the doctor. I want to talk to the lawyer. I'm the lawyer. Can you please tell us what the logic was from her end? Why she said that she, why you think she would say she was pregnant when she had cancer? She was going to die in the next couple of weeks, and so she'd rather just take down her husband, you know, and die swiftly at his hand because she hated. Who's him. saying that? I'm, Who's, I'm who the, are you? I'm the <laughs> I'm the plumber. <laughs> We're all brothers. All right, and scene. This is this okay. is really insane because as I'm listening to this, as I was. Chelsea in this and I was listening to this I was going but there's no there's if that's your temper and she knew you had that temper I don't want to be around that that's red flag city yes uh-huh I, 100% I agree, I agree too because like who who's to say that I'm not gonna like try to get you to shoot me one night just to test you yeah and, and and also you married into the like I I don't think Chelsea will call her has any like she she didn't marry into this knowing about that he like killed someone like no. she doesn't need to like go to bat for him i mean the truth is she could tell the cops what really happened okay and just and just like you know hope that they understand and if they do great if not guess who's getting out of state it's chelsea you guys she's going to be fine Mm. this is always my issue with these sorts of situations and you see this like in movies a lot and books too which is like I accidentally kill someone but then instead of calling the police or confessing and like letting justice serve its course I like buried the body or whatever and it's like that's so eternally frustrating and I think says a lot about a person yes I it's why wouldn't you just go to the police totally the 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 place that I've seen well I don't want to give any spoilers away about there's what? a there's a there's a popular TV show where that happens that I think it's so good and so funny. But in most cases, I'm like, why wouldn't you just go to the police? Ooh, I, I don't want to give away what TV well, what show it is, is it? because I don't want is it, it to, because comedy? what if people. Yeah. Hmm. OK, I'm going to say what it is. And if you <laughs> and it happens at the end of season one and now there's been three seasons. So I guess if people haven't seen it yet, then that's on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. And maybe you have to take that out because, you know. I'll put a, a beep over it. I'll put a beep over it. Okay. Okay. And if people want to know, they can, you know, if if they want to know, they can email us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But in general, that happens so much in stuff. And you're like, yeah, why wouldn't you just tell the police? what happened because i just think they're gonna get in trouble because like yeah. you know that it's not gonna just be like oh i lost my temper and i pushed my wife and she hit her head and she died or she made me pull the trigger it's not they know they're going away and if you know y- you didn't mean to then you feel like you shouldn't get any time in prison and they're gonna right right time. right i know but that's right. what manslaughter is so it's like if he had gotten off on manslaughter, which he probably would have also because of his standing in the community, we know That's how that true. goes, right? That he probably would have served yeah. a couple years, which is, to be honest, is fair. Because, you know, you you did make the choice to push or pull the trigger. Yeah. And here I am and I'm living in this house and this housekeeper hates me. And I know about 
like I got into this situation unknowingly. Like if he had said mm-hmm. like from day one, like, oh, and FYI, I killed my ex-wife. She haunts the house and the housekeeper's in it. Then I would be like, oh, maybe I'm going to think twice about this. You know, mm-hmm. I get a lot of suitors. It's not like I'm like, oh, like lucky me, you know? And so I think um, if you're going to pull me into the situation without giving me the hard, cold facts first, you know, then don't expect me to go to bat for you. Yeah. But you do have to think about it. What if you loved this person like with all your heart, you know? Right, what if, yeah. right, right. Then what and I've got to turn the mirror on myself and go, you know. Yeah. What am I willing happening? to live with? What am I willing yeah. to do also, you know? And I And also what makes me what makes me into this very flawed person like like what what attracts me to this person who clearly has a bunch of red flags yeah yeah it is interesting i'm curious does um talking about this make either of you want to watch the movie um it makes me you mean the original or the or the remake well i would say if you're gonna watch it watch the original even though i I did enjoy the remake but i think i only enjoyed it because i already seen the original that makes sense but do you want to know a crazy fact that i heard about army hammer recently that blew my mind have i told you about this already maria maybe i don't i don't know his his family owns arm and hammer oh yeah we've talked about it well i think that's like this You didn't know that? Blew my mind. Armin Hammer. That's why his name's Army, because it's Armin Hammer. It's what I think happened was years and years ago, generations ago. And if he listens, he can call an incorrect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but I, by the way, that sounded like it was like a burn. Like he won't hear this, but he might hear this. And I really think (laughs) that he should call in and correct or at least post, you know, on social media or something. But I think a few generations ago, his great great grandfather or something heard about this company Arm and Hammer and was named Arm and Hammer and was like, Oh, I should, I should like, he was already like a well to do man and was like, I should um, invest in this company and became like one and became like one of the main owners of it and that's still in their family. And so I think he invested in it after it was already named that. Weird. But like, but now they're like the main, like some of them, if not the main, like some of the main owners of Arm and Hammer. And to me, that is one of the most fun things. I mean, can you even believe it? No, that's like Rooney Mara <laughs> being part of the football family, the Maras who like own like the New York Giants or something like that. Well, another... Another fact, like yes, another fact like that. It sounded like I was kind of dismissive of your fact. I didn't mean to move right no, past well, it. No, I don't Maria. even know if my fact is true. Is she owns? <laughs> they own. I think they do own like a big football team or something. Yeah, New York Giants. I was right. The other fact I was going to say is that smart and final are people's names. Wow. <laughs> I feel <laughs> you guys didn't see Amanda's mouth, but she went. And you couldn't see it's me last name there, but it was uh, the mouth became a gape and then and then quickly closed. Smart and final. Sometimes things just work out. I my my friend Hannah and some other friends were ju- they they told me these facts and I thought, 
well, I'll never get over them uh, in a fun way. That's wonderful. I'll never forget oh. the Army Hammer thing. But this isn't is that like so the, crazy? Um, the FedEx logo. I'll never get over that. Have you got that? What? It, look at the FedEx logo, and you'll see something in there that maybe you've never seen before. Because you think that's just the word oh FedEx. Oh my god! I'm looking right now. Why won't my phone? Okay. I'm just I'm looking right FedEx now. FedEx logo. Oh, I I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Do you see it, Vanessa? I do see it. And and unclear, is it because it's getting from point A to point B? Is that why? It's going. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to get it yeah. there. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's a little arrow in between the E and the X that is naked to the untrained eye. It is, it yes. is, it is a visual feat that they have created, and I've never been the same. It's really something else. And I have a question now. If you look at a FedEx Kinko's, Mm -hmm. I think this is FedEx Kinko's with, like, the little star in the corner. Let me see. Is that just a bunch of little, little like, cartoon Ks everywhere? Okay, let me look. Oh. Or am I now? Like, the thing that looks like Yeah. Is it like oh. a bunch of cartoon case, or am I now making up stuff? Why would oh K's? It is K's, and is it also it S? Is? Well, yeah. If you you have to look at where the colors overlap, it's like two backwards K's, sort of. I'm trying or to like right. or it's like huh. the Nexium brand, or just a bunch. That's exactly what made me think of it. Was I was like, it's because I just watched Seduced. <laughs> I've heard that the one stars. a lot better than um, the vow. You heard right. It's more salacious, that's for sure. Now, I have to just quickly tell you guys that. So for um, when my husband and I got married, we did like a little – his name's Matt. I'm Amanda. So we did like a little A and an M, like a little logo. And we've since like put it on a couple other things. And he actually um, like made an actual brand of it to do this like piece of wood. And it's it's the Nexium brand. No way. It looks just like it. It's so Well, because if you watch if you watch the if you watched the Stars documentary, they're like they're like it's a K and an R for that guy's name. But then when he's he like confirms it and he's like, and there's an A in there too. So I would think if there's an A and like I would think it would look very similar. It, it is it's okay. Unc- yeah, it's not good. And so now we're just like embarrassed. Interesting. But it's also cool okay. to have the brand. Um so let's do our final verdicts on what we would do in this situation and then we'll get to our dear big one. Does anyone I, I think I'm not I'm gonna probably oh it's so hard if I'm putting like someone I actually love in his place, but I couldn't live with a secret. Okay. I'm going to have to just like, I'm not going to well, turn him in, but I'm going to sort of just like slink out of the equation. Is that a loophole? No, I mean, are you going to, you can't slink out. You got to either answer the, the police's questions or you don't, or you say, I don't know what you're talking about, officer. Mm, okay, I have to go last. Well, I um, say that I'm going to, you know, I can't live with myself doing that. I didn't know this getting into the, the relationship and he's now not the man I thought he was and 
Now, I do have to, this is all because he's saying he has this temper and like, and I get it, he just pushed her and then she fell and then she died or whatever. But still, I I just can't live my life like this. And who's to say in five years, maybe like we'll reconnect or something. But for now, Not I after you go. turn him in. Well, when he gets out. <sighs> Vanessa, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I would say, I would say, look, I, I think he, I know that he did it. He kind of tried to explain it to me, but it seems like there's a lot of layers. Like you should really talk to him about it. Um, like I'm not, I wasn't there. This was before I even met him. So, but I'm, I certainly, you know, like I want to cooperate, you know, thank you for doing your jobs. You guys are so awesome. <laughs> But, you know, you do think, like, what if she was, like, crazy and, like, did, like, like, as as long as he pushed her, but, like, say, like, he, she fell and then he didn't tell anyone, then I'd be like, okay, well, maybe I won't say that he was there or whatever. But, you know what I mean? It's just so hard... It's just the cover up. Once you're like, yeah. see, like, pl- you know, poking holes in a boat and sinking her body. It's like, also, I, in my mind, it's like it was probably some sort of like weird, sick, abusive relationship that they were both participating in, you know, possibly not to victim blame this guy, because I think she was really kind of psychotic. And that's how she's supposed to be. But when you look at it from our modern eyes, we're like, oh, wow, she was just like cheating on him. And they're calling her a monster. It's like, well, that's the thing is like, is like, does she deserve to be killed for that? That's my issue with that guy is like, I understand that she was like a nightmare, but it's like divorce ever heard of it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. But she was literally playing with it. She wanted him to kill her is what you're saying. She did. The doctor said is that she she literally was egging him on. Then get that doctor on the witness stand. Get the lawyer, the little lawyer on the witness stand. Yeah. Get everybody to. It's like there's ways to do this. Yeah, that's what I might. I might urge him. I'd say, okay, I'll stay with you. If we can get this straightened up, but I'm not going to live. That's what I would say, too. I would also say I don't need you to give me the details. I need you to give the details to the cops Mm. because I don't want this. You giving me this information actually makes me mad at you because I want (laughs) I I don't now I have to hide this information Mm. like give it to the cops. Yeah. Okay, sweetheart. I agree. I'm with you. I say, listen, if we'll try to get you off on manslaughter, even though everyone loves Rebecca, they he might go to the gallows. I, I honestly now I'm getting upset with the question because it's too much. <laughs> I, I know. I just think either way you're kind of screwed. Okay. And like, I just can't take off my 2020 hat and <laughs> like, I just can't take off my 2020 hat so I have to say I do not lie for him even though it's hard yeah you you this day and age yeah okay it's just too much I just can't take it on I can't take it on uh 100% I think we're all in agreement so he's toast he's toast yeah (laughs) bye-bye um so now is the time where we read a listener email uh, a dear big we one, we call it. Their questions. So, D- 
Dear Big Ones, as people on the comedy scene and connected to stand-up comedians, yes, we are. Thank you very much. I think you or your guests may appreciate this. I have a friend, Brad, who wants to be a stand-up comic. He moved to New York City and has been pursuing his dream for a few years. He even has a comedy special that he himself produced and distributed. The show debuted a few years ago, and at that time, there was a big push for sales. Now that he can't perform live shows due to COVID... He has been pushing the special so hard on social media to make some extra money. The act is old now, and to be honest, it wasn't very good to begin with. How do I tell my buddy that he can't be hawking an old lame special people need fresh material that will make them laugh? Is it even my place? Love, Board of Brad. Wow. (laughs) I hope his name isn't really Brad. It's not. I bet it's not. Yeah, it's not. This is like... I think you it's not your place. All you can do is uh, mute, baby, mute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if 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 this person thinks that Brad, like Brad is not the first person to do this. Mm-hmm. Like that's most of us comedians are pushing old garbage <laughs> that we that isn't yeah. funny anymore. And that's how we make a living. And so I think um, I think it's not this person's place. I will say you could always be like, this stuff is so good. You should, you should take this time to write even more stuff. And then you'll have more, like when you go back out there, you'll have like a fresh, like, I think there's ways to encourage Brad to, to, to write more stuff. But I think you can't tell Brad that like the stuff isn't good because it's just like, then you'd have to tell us all that. And guess what? We'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is not your your place. You are not Brad. Brad needs to come to these conclusions himself. And if Brad's material isn't funny now, I mean, was it ever funny? And um, I think that question might be, well, maybe not. And if not, then is writing anything new going to do anything? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. That is true. I, I often find myself wondering is it ever appropriate to correct or comment or critique uh, the three C's, someone's web presence, like their Instagram choices? Because sometimes you see someone who to you is embarrassing themselves. And if it's a friend or someone close, do you ever say something or do you just not? That's such a good question. I think the answer is no, No, but... Even if it's your best friend and they're like doing if it's, stuff that's out of character, perhaps. If it's like your best friend or like a sibling or your parents. Yeah, yes. I think family for sure. You can't. But, but then again, maybe people want to change like friends that are doing it and you're going like, oh, you're, this is out of character for you. You know, you posting those nude selfies, you know, <laughs> and then the person's like, well, I'm not who I used to be. And, you know, people do change and actually it's healthy to grow. Maria, you know, <laughs> you're saying this to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you just mute, 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 mind your own business and mute, mute, mute. Yeah, totally. And again, Brad is in good company. <laughs> <laughs> it's true you know sometimes you, you just got to reach back into your your one special you did and that's what you've got and maybe that's gonna propel him into the future but for right now he just needs some people to go hey brad that was a really cool special you did about you know trump getting inaugurated you know four years and ago. by the way if you think the only way that comedians make it is by being funny 
but some of them I find, and maybe I'm not saying that I'm, you know, am or I'm not this person. I don't think I, I hope I'm not, but some, some people are just really persistent mm-hmm. and that's how they get work and in all fields, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, that's part of it is just being like out there selling yourself. So maybe Brad's onto something, you know, like <laughs> I'm sure right. we've all, we've all worked with people who were like, well, this person is really motivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and maybe I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, get joke advice from them. But if I do ask for it, they're going to give me a ton of jokes to work with. And, you know, maybe I'll find one in there that is a, a gem. Yeah. I think we can all learn something from Brad, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I actually perse- think we can. Perseverance is, is three-fourths of the, the journey. Well, Vanessa, this has been really, really great. Did you have a good time? Um, I honestly had a blast, wow. I would say. Awesome. And you guys are a delight. And I I really feel like you give solid advice and also like it's I like how how thoughtful and considerate you are about every different situation, even some being more fantastical than others. Thanks. Thank you. Well, we people look up to us in that so, you know, we are the voice <laughs> of good and bad. <laughs> of this generation, I would say. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We're the, the millennial moral compass. That's what I, that's what I would say. And you've got what's going, can people find you places or do you want them to, or do you, where do you want people to watch you or whatever? If you were Brad, what would you say? Where would you? Go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just, I would say just take care of yourselves during this time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I would say they should listen to this, but if they've got that, then they already are. No one wants to be found anymore. No, they don't. No. Actually, Vanessa, this is your, our third third person we've done for this season, and nobody wants to, like, give anything. Everyone's just like, I'm done. <laughs> It's not worth it. Uh, and it's not. Um, <laughs> but you can find us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com is where you can send in your dear big ones or your big, big ones. Or you can find us on Twitter at the Big Ones Pod. So thanks so much for listening to The, the Big, big Ones. ones. Powered by ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.